You're listening to Nikisha King Podcast, Leading Her Way, Episode 15. Do you have a dream or a mission or a fire that has ignited inside of you to create an amazing business that can grow and scale? But at the same time, you don't want to sacrifice your life, your family, relationships, or values in building this dream. If this is you, welcome to the Nikisha King Podcast, Leading Her Way. In listening to this podcast, you'll learn how to dream big without limitations and create a business that will allow you to grow and scale while doing the things you love. You'll learn how to grow your team organically with the right systems in place. And you'll learn how to stop playing it small and start living your true vision. I'm your host and certified confidence coach, Nikisha King Hidago. I'm ready to take you on an exciting journey and share my pivotal moments as an entrepreneur and leader in building the Nikisha King brand. Are you ready to be invigorated, be seen and heard? evolve, and become resilient on your unique journey. Then join my guest and me every Tuesday as we share tremendous aha moments in our business journey and all the moments we endured to get where we are today. Hello, gorgeous. How are you? Last week, we spoke about resentment. And in that episode, I spoke about value, but I want to kind of help you understand what value is because the deeper I go in my podcast, the better I can serve you. And being a business owner, when I started, I got my MBA, but that was more of theory, theoretical information and not actual information. Like I didn't know how to run a business, meaning I didn't know the difference between the benefits and the value. They don't teach you that in programs for business. So when I was in business and I started, I thought about all of the benefits, all of the things I give. I own a graphic design house. So we work with a lot of wedding clients or planners in designing custom invitations, stationary branding. So when I started, I had a lot of like features and the features were like paper. I had like cotton paper, linen paper, smooth paper, printing. We did back then topography and digital printing. Very simple, right? And I would sell this. And when I sold those features, there were so many clients who never wanted to spend a lot of money because in their their thoughts was, it's just paper. And my thoughts was, it's just paper. No one's going to spend anything for paper. So I had the same story in my mind. They had the same story. So of course, I was selling low. I was selling and not learning or not trying to understand how can I make it not be about the paper. And that benefit or that feature literally kept me stationary. (laughs) Don't you like that play in a word? No pun intended. Stationary meaning stuck. It kept me stuck at a certain amount and doing all of this work, going out to trade shows or event like wedding shows and being there and selling 
and always selling for something so low and giving it my all, which I'm grateful for. In doing that, I really, I had resentment when I sold, but not resentment when I was doing that. And I would just tell people, you know, this is what I do. This is how I do it. And that would be it. In 2021, my shift happened because I joined a sales group that taught me about value. It was one of the hardest transitions because my brain had been focused on the features for like 10 years that I didn't know what the value was of what I was doing. I didn't know how I was helping anyone. I didn't know how I was being of service. I was like, I print. Yeah, that's how I'm being of service. That's I print their invitations and assemble it and, and ship it to them. And then they do the rest. That's how I'm valuable. And that limited thought of value, I really didn't have something that they wanted. I didn't know who my ideal client was at that moment. I was just saying yes to any and anyone who came. And I didn't know how to serve them. So I didn't know what the value was because I didn't know what they were looking for. And value is when you have something that is important to someone else, the worth, the usefulness of something else. And in that moment in time, invitations was just useful in telling people that they're coming to my event. And it didn't matter how that paper looked because you just wanted to get the word out. And those were the clients I were dealing with back then. They just wanted to get the word out. And you still have those people now. They do it electronically. They just want to get the word out. And that's how they do it. And it's okay. And there's people who serve them in doing electronic invites. We do it, but not that much because our clients are not people who just want to get the word out. There's something so much more for them. So when I was doing it then, when I was helping clients, it was just about the features. But being in my sales group in 2021 during COVID, a lot of things were happening then. I learned about value and I had to say, well, Nikisha, what is the value? And I was like, I don't know. Don't I go to the post office to get the stamp? Isn't that enough? And send it to them. And I didn't know because I didn't know who my client was. But being in my sales group, it helped me understand through practice. My sales group gave me the foundation, the context, but I had to keep asking and I had to go, how can I be a value? How can I serve my clients? Who are my clients? I went through that journey and I started to realize, okay, I work with couples and planners. I would like to work with planners a lot more. In my younger years of business, when I was in these silos, aka Facebook groups, they would speak so poorly about planners that I didn't want to have a relationship with a planner. They would speak about the planners in a resentful way. Oh my God, they want this and that and they don't want to pay me anything. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah. I didn't have a clue what was happening. These silos can sometimes shift you if they're not healthy, you know? So in 2021, I was struggling with that and I started to learn or think outside of the box. How can I help? Who am I helping? So I started speaking to clients and working with clients working with planners, trying to work with planners, didn't get there yet, but making relationships, understanding what they wanted from the stationer. I would have my first quarter of the year be connection. 
And connection means I just make appointments with planners, all different type of wedding professionals, and learn from them about what is it they want. What, what, what do they need? And the more I started doing that, the work, the, the research, and it, I didn't know it was research then. I was just connecting because I love people. If you don't know me, I love people. I love humans and their stories. They're amazing. Sorry for that side note. Not sorry. And I truly was connecting because I was enjoying everything they were sharing about their vision, about who they are, how they serve, and what can I do to help them? Because if they're doing so much, who's taking care of them? How can I take care of you? That was my new story. That was my new question. And with those ideas or thoughts, I started learning about my client. I started learning about who my client is and what they're looking for. And in working with my coach, I started to get clear on that and narrowing it down to who am I serving all the time. And hence the reason I started serving planners exclusively because they needed help. People think planners are all of the wedding professionals in one, and they're not. They're planners. They help you find wedding professionals with special skills. Therefore, expecting a planner to learn how to do stationery and that's not their thing, that sucks to have that expectation on you and make mistakes and get blamed for it. So in working with my planners, I took that whole area off their plate. I don't I don't do one thing and then send it to them to finish it off. I take care of a lot and I manage RSVP and I do a lot for them. So in doing a lot for my planners, my clients and their customers, I was able to create value. I was able to see things differently because I asked the question, how can I serve better? That's a question I want you to think about when you think of value. How can I serve better? And that will start giving you ideas of value you can produce. And when you produce value, then you're producing money at the same time. Because what you're doing is saying, I can do all of this for you. And you're touching on their feelings, their emotions. And when you do that, lighten the load emotionally, they will invest in you. They will give you what you're asking for. So value is just that. It's an emotional connection. It's not a number. It's not a feature. It's serving. You know how you, if you have children, I do, moms out there who are business owners and You know, when you wake up in the morning and you make breakfast for your family or you teach your kids how to make breakfast so they can fend for themselves, that is value. The feature is the breakfast that they eat to nourish their body. The value is the education of learning how to take care of themselves and taking care of them. That's the value. For our men out there who are listening, the value is You know, when you're listening to your wife or family member, they tell you a problem and you want to sprout or give them your solution, how you would do it. That's the feature. That's that's the the feature, the line item. But when you don't give a solution because they didn't ask for it and you embrace them and you listen to them and you show that you understand them. That's the value. That's the connection. 
So that's value producing. That's how, that's what it looks like. Cause sometimes people don't know. I didn't know. I was like, I don't know what value is. What is that? How do I give it? I was asking all of these questions. And as I'm asking, I wasn't this calm. I was frustrated. I was like, I don't know. I would write it. I would write. I was like, I don't get this. This is so hard. (laughs) And I had to learn how to ask the right question. And then the answers came to me. So let me share this with you. I had a recent story and I want to share it with you because it shows the value. I had a planner inquire with me who I've never worked with before. And she was sent to me because of her customer, her couple, who never met me either. And they said, we want to work with this stationer. Can you contact them? I have a form on my page for planners. That's a valuable form. That means they don't answer the basic questions, but they have a little bit more in-depth. And it's easy, and they answer it. I got the inquiry. And I, the first thing I do is speak to the planner. I can't give you a proposal without knowing what's happening. And a lot of people do this. They give proposals without knowing what anyone wants. How can you be of value if you don't know what your potential client needs? There is no way to create something you have no idea about. So stop sending those brochures that has numbers in it and thinking your client's going to read that brochure. They need a conversation. So me and the planner had a conversation and the planner told me that they went to a station of prior who was charging or did a proposal for 15,000. And that the couple was like, I'm not paying that. And the planner told me that the couple's max was seven to 8,000. And I was like, okay, that's under my minimum. My minimum is 8,995 for printing and production. So I was like, okay, I can create a proposal. Now, here's the thing. My printing and production materials is 8995 And my retainer to retain my design capability is around 4000 3495 at this point in time. And that's the retainer. That's our design services for what we do. And that, to some people, is low. So me sharing that, it's okay, because before I never even had one, and this is where I am now. But listen, to you guys, that number might be like, whoa, hi. Everything is subjective to the listener and the lens that they wear. So when you put those numbers together, my my minimum is $12,490 for what I do. I know this. But in speaking to the planner, I shared this too, but I was like, I'm still going to do a proposal because I'm very confident in the value I can give. I'm not worried about that. So I do my specialty in creating a proposal, doing my agreement, but there's something special I do that creates value. I create a video going through the proposal with them, answering questions that will come up for them because I, I know my clients. And going through the agreement. And when I go through the agreement, I do bullet points. I'm not reading it to them. I don't do that. Everything that is important to how we work is the bullet points I focus on. I usually have meetings, proposal meetings to do this. But when I don't have access to the client because my clients are busy, I do a video and I make it personal. I did that video and kid you not, the client's booked the next day. They signed it. and. 
it was just that simple. It was close to 15K, but it wasn't 15K. And it was above their 7 to 8K. Once they booked, we added on services because they are so busy that they didn't have time to do their website. And that's what I, and guess what I do? I do websites. I built their website for them and I used something they already had. I didn't ask and I didn't create from scratch. They were working on it, but they didn't have time. They didn't want to do it. They wanted to be beautiful and they didn't know how to. And that was another upsell. And in doing their save the dates, there were so many other upsells. And that client has invested today 15K. And that's normal in the custom world because clients shift and change your mind. And the fact that they did that, it allowed me to understand the value I'm giving them. And when they invested that money into my business, into what I do and how I give and serve, they are one, helping me with my value proposition, knowing what I give. Two, they help me with the confidence of what I can do and how I can serve. Therefore, I'm telling everyone because I got them. I know I can serve you. I can take care of you. And the best thing of it all, I love serving them. I love taking care of them. I love doing things, giving it to them, and they're using the word love in caps. When I see that, I go, thank you, because it's like a warm embrace. I get to hug my couples without hugging them by taking care of them. And that's the primary thing to me, be a value. Because when I take care of them and give them such an amazing experience, they take care of me. They don't take care of me by paying me. They take care of me by, by how they speak to me, how they respect me, how they share me with their network. That's crucial. And this took a while to learn, but this is where I'm at. And when I work with the success system blueprint for my clients, this is what I teach them. My clients confirm the value I have with them and they confirm the value I have for my coaching clients. My clients benefit from interacting with me because I know what I can give and I help them see what they can give on their journey. I get them to the place I'm at because I understand where they are. I understand where you are. So value is so much more. It's an emotional connection. People don't buy logically. They buy on emotion. Have you ever walked in a store and looked at a shirt and went, oh, it has eight buttons. That works. It has a collar. Great. This works for work or going out. You had never done that. You walk in a store and you're like, oh my God, this is my color. Oh, do you feel that material? Oh, this is so... And then you put it on and you're like, I look good. All emotional feelings, not logistical feelings. So people buy in emotions. And I shared that story with you because that's what they did. When I sent the video and I used their names, even though I had the bride's name pronounced incorrectly, the fact that I used their names was everything because they thought it was going to be a generic video. They thought it was going to be one of those. I don't even know how to create a generic video for my clients. They thought it was going to be that. And it wasn't. And that's what they loved. My clients don't want transactional relationships. 
My clients want someone who sees them as humans and treat them as humans. And that's what I do. And when I do that, I receive value. I receive the investment of 15K and more. And that helps me to create value for my young kids. It helps me to give back in the nonprofits I love. It creates value in other ways. So I just wanted to share what value was because we spoke about resentment and I shared with you in creating value. And I could imagine if that brought up some questions for you. So I'm hoping this episode about giving value, creating value, what does value look like, help you at least have some questions in place. I hope this episode is the initiator of how can I create value? Because once you ask the how question, and I don't want you to think about how, I just want you to say it because then things are going to start coming into place. People are going to start speaking to you. You're going to start thinking. You're going to start doing the deep work. And when you do that, now the answers come to you. But now here's what you need to do. You need to take action. You need to test it out. Don't sit on it. Don't be scared of it. Take action. If something comes to mind, do it for the next client. If you don't book the client, it's okay. You're practicing and that's what matters. And if you want to book the client, come and talk to me and let's start working on booking more clients, making money, helping you grow. If I help you grow, I grow. That's another way I'm of value. I know that. When I help every person I speak to, and I don't help them, sometimes my the people I speak to, I help, but they don't pay me and they don't need to pay me. It's just the conversation. And if they get value from that conversation, then I'm paid in full. Let me tell you, I'm so, I love it. I get so happy when I speak to someone and they're like, man, this was so good. I wasn't expecting this. Or they go, oh my God, this has been a valuable conversation. They use the word valuable. And they go, man, I love this. Can we do this again? And usually at this point, I am building so much value in my business. So it's amazing how time gets, it's not time, but my ability to be there for everyone gets smaller because I'm telling everyone, but I can serve better when there's people that's really a good fit for me and truly would like to go where they want to go and they have me. Um, When my clients invest, they have me fully engaged and now I can be of value to them. But if I spread myself thin, then I'm not valuable. And I don't like when people invest in me and I'm not able to serve them to my fullest capacity. So things like that are shifting. But the people who see value are investing in me because they're like, Nikisha, you have something I want and I'm willing to pay you for that. And I go, perfect, let's do this. I do the same thing. I see people who have what I desire or what I need to get where I'm going. And I go, let's do this. I book people so quick that it sometimes throw them off. But I'm like, I'm sure you got what I need. Let's go. (laughs) So I help my clients get confident in their value. So I'm hoping I'm helping you get confident in your value. That's how the Nikisha King podcast, Leading Her Way, helps you. I give you value through my podcast. And 
There is no transfer but time. You listen to me, you give me your time. So thank you for that. And I hope you gain little gold nuggets that turn into millions of nuggets and helps you on your journey. Thank you for joining me today. I appreciate you and everything you're doing is needed. So keep giving that value you have. Have an amazing day. Thanks for spending time with me today. And if you received an aha moment in today's episode, hit the follow button and share a review. But more importantly, if you have a friend who will truly benefit from today's episode, click the three dots and share this link via text. You never know how this small action can help someone tremendously. See you next Tuesday and have an amazing day. 